Yo people, welcome back to another episode of the QMS Podcast, your top podcast for normalising, immature and insightful conversations between young people. Today, we're joined by your host Philip, Salama and myself, Quincy, and we're going to be in talk, indulging in a conversation about encouragement, you know, looking at things from a positive life. So without further ado, let's get straight into the conversation. That was a nice introduction. I like your introduction. Yeah. That, is it, was that calm? It sounds so pre-recorded, even though you're seeing them right now. Oh, okay, calm, calm. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Sauce man, bro, sauce man. Have you had a bad moment, man? Awesome. And then this, we basically said in, we're talking about encouragement, and that's what we're doing right now. Oh, man, man. <laughs> okay. It is, it is, it is. But, you know, I was thinking of a topic, and I was like, well, I don't know if Salam was here when I was saying it. Well, I was I was gonna talk about mental health, but we've done like we've touched on mental health like multiple times. Yeah, and we've been yeah. yeah. So, so let's let's leave mental health alone. Let's just let's just put that to the side because I don't think people want to hear about that all the time. Let's talk about encouragement. And the first question I had for you guys is: What is the importance of encouragement in youth and in life in general? There's so many ways you can look at this. Yeah, I think I think the 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 first thing that really comes to mind is, in terms of youth, like there's there's but there were children, not children. No way they're gonna really know what's right and what's wrong, right? Yeah, necessarily. So encouragement is probably the first step in telling them what's right and wrong, because you can't just tell a child, um, this is wrong and this is right. They're not really gonna understand the full capacity of it of why something's right why something's wrong figure what I'm saying like yeah. for example telling them something like don't believe everything that you see on the internet they're not going to understand that to a certain degree you figure what I'm saying mm, yeah 100% yeah probably not, the, probably not the best example but yeah so I think encouragement is probably the first step you take into nurturing a child towards the right path in a sense or nurturing them into getting better habits. That's how I kind of think of like where encouragement is first, like where it's very important. Makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Um when when you when you said that question, one thing I guess this is like more of a selfish way to look at it, but it's, I don't think it's bad. Um what's his name? Sahib. I asked a question on my on my um, Instagram stories and said, hey, put this in. And he was like, if you if you inspire and encourage people, you will never really die. Like your legacy will continue to live on through the people that you encourage and inspire. They will hopefully continue to inspire and encourage the same way you inspired and encouraged them. So if you're if you're big on having that legacy, you know, you're very big on like, okay, after when you're no longer here, when people are talking about you, what they're going to be talking about. If you encourage and inspire people, then you never really die. You just live on through other people. And I thought that was just, an, it's an amazing, he, he said it was a quote that he read and I felt, I felt like it was just an amazing way to put it and sort of encourage people to encourage if they're very big on that legacy and, you know, 
trying to make sure that when people are speaking about them after they're not here, that those things are good things. Oh, that's actually interesting because I've never actually thought of encouragement, how encouragement would help you if you're the one doing the encouraging. Mm. I've never been too big on the whole legacy thing, but I mean, it makes sense when you say like your remnants will continue to live on mm. that way you don't really die. That's a really interesting way to look at it. Yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. Very interesting. Um, it is, it is. Um, as for myself, the importance of encouragement in youth, I wrote this question that I'll forget that I have to answer it myself. But <laughs> say like, nowadays, I'd, I'd, I'd argue that nowadays there is very little encouragement in the world. There's little encouragement from like your peers and there's always people trying to drag each other, drag each other down. I'm not sure why that is. Like people would rather see you fail than succeed. And that, that sounds cliche because like so many people have said it, but it's actually true. But when you encourage someone, you see like, you can almost see when their, their eyes light up when you encourage them. Mm. So they do something good. And all you have to say to them is like, well done, you did a good job. Mm. And it's so surprising how little of that, how little of that there is in the world today. Like even when, I say even when I was back at school and this is like exam season, everyone was stressed, anxious. There's people, there are people who are definitely skilled enough to get the grade that they wanted to get but they'd be there, they'd just be scared and anxious. And all you have to say to them is like, look, you've done this before. That means you can do it. So you should go and do it again. That's all you, that's all you have to say. Like you, you don't have to do some grand gesture for encouragement. Just have to say those small words. And when you say that to them, it's like, oh yeah, it gives them that, that self-confidence. But for me personally, I don't, I, I don't really understand why they wouldn't or they shouldn't have that self-confidence in the first place. So I'm not, I'm not sure about why it is that. Why they encouragement? Yeah, yeah, but I know why they don't have the self confidence. But I'm not sure why the encouragement doesn't really exist. Like some people, like there's a lot of people who don't hear like anything encouraging in their lives. Ever, they don't hear any encouragement. Mm. Now, yeah. personally, it's kind of sad, but it is what it is. Have you guys? Is encouragement a common thing for you guys, or or not? I say yes, yeah. where it works. Go, yeah. go on, go on. At tunes, I don't. No, in fact, you go first. Let me think of what I want to say. Firstly, I'd say more recently, where it matters, encouragement is a thing for me. I'd say when I was slightly younger, maybe like two years ago, I wasn't really interested in encouragement because I was so confident within my own capabilities. So whether or not I got encouragement didn't necessarily matter to me. But now, where it matters when it comes to things like my religious responsibilities, when I get encouragement for things like that, it's like, okay, yes, I'm doing a good job. People are seeing that I'm doing a good job. And therefore, I need to continue to do a good job. And it's really nice to get encouragement. Mm. Salam, have you found of an answer? Yeah, I, I don't know. I would say I get encouragement, but not in the form of the usual encouragement, if that makes sense. Like, okay. If that makes sense, like, I'll be asked questions rather than be told that I'm doing something good. Okay, yeah, good. Do you get what I'm saying? I get you. 100%. Yeah. 
So it's like, it's not in the form of like, well done, like continue doing this is, did you do this today? If you haven't, why didn't you do it? If you did, well done, kind of thing, if that makes sense. But like, if you did, are you going to do it tomorrow as well? If that makes sense. So it's like, it's not, and to this, I'm fine with it. I don't really mind because I'm not, I think more recently, I'm not really big on, I'm not, uh, for some reason, it's not that I'm, com- I don't know where I'm confident in myself, not to be honest, but I've not, like, I see myself and I know what my goals are and encouragement does, it may helps a bit, but the reason I don't like to take it too, like, I don't like to take it in too much is because complacency is a, is a really big thing that, mm-hmm. yeah, it just, and I know that I'm I'm very quick to get complacent. Okay. Sometimes. So what I do, do if I was going to take, like if someone was to encourage me, I would probably take it on board for like a few few days maybe. But then after that, it's, it's back to the next thing kind of mentality, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I think when I was younger, it, help, it helped a lot. Mm. Wait, it did help or would have helped? No, it did help because yeah. I, I, I would genuinely say I was encouraged a lot when I was younger mm. by teachers, by by peers, by parents, a family in general. Only thing is that you kind of see the opposite in other people where they're not encouraged that much and then you're like, mm-hmm. why is that this, if that makes sense? Sorry, say that last part again. I don't know why I bugged out. Oh, like, if it was like, if it was like, like in school, for example, like the, the good kid is getting encouraged so much. Yeah. Whereas the bad kid, not the bad kid, the quote unquote bad kid is the one that's requiring it more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that that's probably more of like where I was questioning encouragement when I was younger. That makes sense, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And yourself? Um encouragement I think recently the encouragement has been a lot more than it's ever been yeah 100% 100% especially because I put out the things that I do and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say I put out for myself I put out for other people to see of course um so yeah I think a lot recently the encouragement has been a lot more than it's ever been and it would have probably helped a lot more back then with self-confidence and the thing is that I was in Nigeria okay majority of the the time when I'm probably thinking about this is when I was in Nigeria you don't encouragement isn't really a thing it's like you've done you've done the right thing keep it stepping you know it's expected of you So, like, you know, uh, why would I encourage you for doing something that is expected of you? When, in in a lot of cases, especially for young people, if if that's the that's the, that's the question you asked, if you encourage someone that is young that has done the right thing, then they know now that okay, this is the right thing. Because if you don't encourage them, then how do they know it's the right thing? If there's no acknowledgement of the fact that they've done. The thing that <clears throat> to you is you know standard but to them it's just they're just doing it then how will they know that going forward this is the right thing to do because if they do another thing that's when they get the attention in a lot of cases it's like with um 
I guess you can uh, uh, counteract a bit what you said to Lamo, um, how in school, like, kids, they say the the quote-unquote bad kid does something good. They they might not get a lot of attention for it, you know. They don't really get any acknowledgement for it because they're just doing it. Maybe they're just sitting quiet in class and they're not usually sitting quiet in class and there's no encouragement or acknowledgement of that. But as soon as they start talking, that's when they get their attention. And maybe they like that attention. So, like, you're you're not doing the right thing by giving them the attention when they're doing the bad thing and not encouraging them when they're doing the good thing. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, for both for bad and good. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a very, very weird one. But I think encouragement for young people is just it's so important, like, so underestimated as well. That's something I was going to say. Um, it'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. No, that's 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 a good point you raised. Like acknowledging when they've done right, mm. and some people they just they expect you to to just do the right thing. Especially kids, you can't just expect kids to do the right thing. You have to tell them, and you have to acknowledge when they do it, so they can think to themselves, you know what, I did this thing. I was encouraging, I was praised for it, so I'm gonna continue doing it. Mm. Everyone knows that I have a young brother. He's yeah, he's 13. And I always have this conversation all the time. I said, look. Here's the deal. You do good, praise and encouragement. You do bad, there will be consequences. But trust me, if you do good, you will get praise and encouragement. That's 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 the deal I have with him all the time. So when he does good, I make sure to tell him that he does well. Not just my other, my other brothers as well. My mom will make sure that to tell him that he's done good. My dad will make sure to tell him that he's done good as well. But you can't forget the flip side of that as well. Mm. But when you when you encourage them. You can clearly see the effect that that it has on them. My brother doesn't really, he doesn't revise. He's he's like that age where he just wants to have fun, blah blah blah. But when I encourage him, he will go sit down by himself and go revise his books. Yeah. It's like I don't have I, I I don't have to force him. I don't have to tell him to do it. He'll be like, oh Philip, look look what I did. I'll be like, you know what? This is this is the best piece of revision that he's done. And he start he starts grinning at me. I can see the smile on his face. Like yeah, but just make sure you keep up. So that encourage. I'll be your brother right there. Yeah, it's like th- that encouragement goes a long way. Yeah, I noticed it when I didn't realize how much my brother would miss me when I came to to Liverpool. And of course, he's not going to tell me he misses me. But what? Yeah, he's never going to say it. But coming back, you can see the way his face lights up as soon as he sees me. Because I just I'd come back like randomly, like you you come back from school and see me in the kitchen eating food, like on a random day, on a random Tuesday. So he come back and his face just lights up. And then when I'm back there. You know, I've encouraged, I've had the conversation with him, you know, he's telling me about all of this. He told me about how he did this at football, all of that, all of that. And just that little encouragement encourages him to come and tell me more. Like, it's it's even, it's even further than just them feeling good about their encouragement. It's sort of the the confidence in this person that they're going to acknowledge the thing that I, I feel like done good. So I'm going to continue to talk. And then that, that relationship kind of even builds further. It's as little as me telling me him seeing me read my books and he said and I said, Should I start reading as well? I said, Yeah, yeah, you should read too. There's some books over there. Picks up a book and he starts reading with me. And I'm encar- and after that, like, what did you learn? There was a Bible that I gave him to read and he, he started telling me things that I haven't written about myself and it was just the conversation about me telling him, Yeah, you should continue. Like, oh, that was really good. You know, that was yeah. I didn't even know that. You're teaching me new things. And he felt I could see in his face he felt so good about himself. And I did, it's it's not I didn't say much I didn't do much for him all I did was give him time to read and then told him that he did well, but 
because that's not a common thing for him. When he gets it, he's over the moon. And he made, he's not going to say it, but you'll see it in his face that he's over the moon. It's just, you know, just things like that, really. Things like that. Encouragement is so important. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's got me reminiscing. For real. Calm. For real. One, two, three, two, three. I'm going to say, um, I don't know if you touched, you, you were going to touch on this, but um, encouragement is a lot less, yes, positive encouragement, but how about the negative encouragement? Because the negative encouragement, I mean, encouragement is encouragement. The negative encouragement, whatever you consider to be negative, is a lot, I see it to be a lot more nowadays. So what, like, do you, what do you mean? People being encouraged to do things that are not right. Oh, goodness me. So like, oh, yeah. in, okay, if we're going back to school, right? Um, secondary school, the person that is the class clown, the person that makes everyone laugh, the person that disrupts the class, they're going to get encouraged to do that because everyone else around them is laughing at the joke. Everyone is encouraging them to continue doing that thing. And like being a class clown, it, it could be a different, like, of course, it's, it might be a different problem within. It might be something else that needs to be addressed. It might be like a, an attention issue. They really like the attention, but it isn't good to disrupt the class. And of course, things like that are encouraged. So I don't know if that's something you're going to talk about. I was going to talk about, but that's a good point they bring up. But I'd, I'd argue that the negative encouragement that they get is from the absence of the positive encouragement. The only reason you would be, I don't want to say the only reason, but a lot of times the reason is like you mentioned, like attention, the attention is good. There's validation when you make a joke and all of your classmates laugh. Mm. There's, there's validation in that. Yeah. But maybe that's because they don't get validation from somewhere else. Maybe that's because they don't get encouraged from different areas in life, hence why they're going to do that thing. So it started, maybe it started with the absence and now they're trying to fill it up the best way they know how, which is to be disruptive. It happens in some scenarios, yeah. I think another, another part, I think it's not really negative encouragement, but it's like, as you get older, encouragement gets less and less. Mm. I mean, mm. I like you get to a point in secondary school, like for example, G points, yeah? We went, we, the school that we went to, you had good, you had G points. In year seven, year eight, you're dying for them. You're dying for them. You get to year nine, year 10, year 11, you're like, Mrs. Like, I'll give you a G2 or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. They're like, yeah, cool. Like, hey, what do I gain from that? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like if, if there was something put in place that, so for example, G points is fine for year seven, year eight, yeah, but for year nine, year 10, year 11, so as to get older, year 12, year 13, so even, like, there should be something to encourage them as well. Yes, it's, Cause it's not like, yeah, because it's not, it's not like after year seven, year eight, you're suddenly someone who can live without being encouraged. That makes sense. Yeah. And especially because, you know, year nine, year 10, especially year nine, it was when everyone goes, wow, I wouldn't. So like, if anything, everyone, like, that's when you low-key need the encouragement. So I feel like a negative of our this encouragement thing is, is that as you get older, it gets applied less and less. Yeah. And at some point, 
you can't use the same thing that you're using for someone that's younger now that they've grown up a little. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or uh, uh, to be honest, that will also might can just come down to the fact that you're getting all these G points and there's no like reward for it. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, it doesn't like you've gone through you've gone through year seven, year eight. You've got like let's say five hundred G points in the year, end of the year. There's nothing that's happening, or you don't gain anything from it. Yeah. So I think immediately that 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 plays a part as well, of course, but. It's still like the point is still there that as you get older, like the amount of encouragement you get is becomes less and less. And I feel like that's a bit, I feel like the jump from encouragement downwards is just too steep as someone grows up. So, yeah, I mean, it's God. I was just going to say, it's um, encouragement is only a thing as you grow that comes with. So the friends you have around you, that's the only person really going to get encouragement from. Say you've moved out of university, you're less like, I mean, hmm, it depends who you, it depends what type of family dynamic you have, but you're less likely to get a call from your parents on a random day with them encouraging you. And it might happen here and there. Or like family, just in general, like it's just not going to happen the same way it might have happened if you're at home. Or like if your parents already revising or whatever at home, but when you ha- when you have sort of the right friends around around you, um, that's where the encouragement comes from. And a lot of the time, people get into university and they don't. Let me not say they don't make the right friends, but the relationships they build on those type of relationships, the very surface level, initially, initially. So. Okay. Not gonna lie, Quincy. You know you stole a question from me. But... Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh my bad. But... So sorry. <laughs> this is fun. I was gonna ask tell I was gonna say tell me about a time in your life where you were encouraged or what effect I had on you. Did I ask that specific I, f- I think you did. Or maybe it was the other one. I swear like my brother. Say that again. I spoke about my brother. Is that? Oh, well, yeah, that was the second question. Okay. What about a time when you have been encouraged and what effect that had on you? And if you can think of a time, probably a specific time, what, what, what effect did it have on you? I'm asking more recently, I went back home, yeah. And wait, you guys can hear me, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I went back home and um, all the, I have a I grew my beard out, right? Yeah, and that, my beard wasn't growing out the last time I went, so this was like a new look kind of thing. And I went back, and all the olders looked at me and were like, Yeah, mashallah, it's good to see that you're growing your beard, you're praying five times a day, this, that, this, that. And like for me, that that moved my heart in it because, like, you see these olders growing up and they treat you like a child because I'm like one of the youngest as well in terms of the children there um, and the way they encourage me and all of that and even like some of my older cousins encouraging me and all of that and like, that's that's when I felt okay maybe not maybe I'm doing something right I knew I was doing something right by praying but it kind of 
kind of gives you this like stronger feeling like okay you know what let me keep doing it not for them but because clearly every every like i've just gone out back home i've only been there for like let's say a week and if they can tell that there's a big difference in me then and it's a good difference then surely the the habits i've built up over the last let's say couple of years that i haven't been here have been good if that makes sense yeah but on the other hand i also had the negative encouragement from my like my, from guys that are closer to my age they're like oh your beard's too long quite down quite down but you know it goes both ways but i think with with you grow up you have you have more of a capability to form your own ideas and your own viewpoints and stuff so yeah of course the encouragement has an effect but it didn't have that big an effect to the point where i cut my beard up for anything But yeah, I'd say that that more recently that's that's probably a time I can remember. Nice, that's nice. Yeah. You know, a lot of people they don't have the luxury of saying that they could grow their beard out. I'm sorry, <laughs> so I'm one of those people. <laughs> but oh man, that's good to hear. Good to hear. It's all in due time, isn't it? You're not growing a span, though. Yeah, not growing a bit. Bro, I'll, I'll that, just man. give him a mistake for a 16 year old in shock. <laughs> that's that's when you high. Yes, bro, it has happened like four times. That's mad. That's mad. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, God's time is the best in it, though. Can I complain? It's better than being perceived as older, really. So take it while you can. Take it. Is it really, though? Yes. Yes. Cause yeah. when, it is. when you're like 40 yeah. and you're now looking 70, it's a long day. No, but that's different, though. That's different, though. At our age. Oh, at our age. Uh. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like I'm disrespected when 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 twenty would you rather look tw- would you rather be perceived as twenty four or sixteen? I can't like twenty four. I I can't relate in it, so I saw you bro, you got that. You got that, Philip. Oh like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's calm, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Show me when you're thirty and you're looking mad Asian, but it's cool. Asian is crazy. Asian <laughs> is heavy. Calm bro, calm. Oh man. Um, a time when I was encouraged. There's two times that come to mind. I feel like I'm even privileged to say that there's two times that come to mind. Um, should I say both of them? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. The first one, I think it was around, I think it was on Christmas Day, but the person that encouraged me was my auntie who's in Australia. Um, so it was probably like the day after or the day before. I don't know which one. Um, but she... She called my auntie and then we sat, we, we, my auntie that was in the house with us, she called her, then I took the phone off my auntie, I'd say hi to my auntie in Australia and we're just talking and then she was telling me about how she's seeing all my, all my videos on, on uh, Instagram mm-hmm. and like she's, she's really proud of me and like really happy that I'm talking about these things because they're very relevant and um, they're not a thing that everyone is comfortable just going on instagram or tiktok or whatever and talking about so she's very proud that you know i'm I'm taking i'm doing what i'm doing you know we'll talk us we're talking about the podcast as well she was just you know very much encouraging me and um yeah i how did that make me feel i was just smiling on the phone really because it was like an older you know you, you get you get your comments from your friends oh this guy's so funny like of course you appreciate that but then 
for someone older to sort of, you know, someone that I have regard for their opinion to encourage what I'm doing. You know, you go on a lot of people that they're, they're very wary about their family seeing what this, what they post on social media. Um, and that used to me, but that used to be me. But I, and then I just thought, what am I posting? That I'm, I I need to be worried about. I'm not doing anything mad. Um, so then she, that just the fact that my own family member, someone older than me, is encouraging me. I feel like that just I felt validated in some way, and it, I wasn't even searching for the validation, but I felt validated by someone you know older than me that I have regard for, who had who I had regard for their opinion. So. It was a very nice feeling. I, I can't even, if, I can't put it to words, but yeah, it felt very nice. Um, yeah. I felt like I was doing something right because encouragement from other people is not something I get much. Um, <clears throat> and then the other one, this one was, this one was very brief, but I, um, I was at the laundrette with my mom, just washing some sheets and everything. And then I see, I don't know if they want me to say their names in this, I'll ask her today. I'm happy to talk to her today. But I see Deborah and Kahinde. I just saw them. And, um, you know, brief catch up. And then they start telling me that you're famous now. You're really successful. All of that, all of that. And I was, I'm not even there yet. I have, I have not gotten anywhere yet. But it was just like, again, other people that you have regard for their opinion in some way, that other people you, you mutually respect in person acknowledging what they've seen that you're doing. Because they, they follow me on LinkedIn, in it? So um, they see the things I post on whatever. So I guess it was, it was more like, it was nice to see that people can acknowledge that I'm doing well for myself. Like, I'm doing okay for myself. I'm not just, you know, going around and doing whatever. Like, I'm actually doing something which people acknowledge. So it was, it was nice to actually receive that acknowledgement from a peer in person. Because, you know, you get it, you get, you get it on your screen. Um, but it kind of takes away from the actual encouragement when you read it on your screen in comparison to hearing it in person from another, you know, someone someone similar to your age. Um, it really takes away from the experience on the screen. So, yeah, it was it was nice to just hear it in person from a peer. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice point. That's a nice point. Is she there about seeing it in person? as opposed to on the screen. So it's nice to get on the screen, like, so it's nice to get, well, I've been on the screen, but. Of course, you, you appreciate it. Person, yeah. It's in person, it's always going to be better. It's always going to be better. 100%. Yourself? I want to understand when you will encourage. Yeah, I touched on this before. And when it comes to my, my religious responsibility, religion is always going to be the most important thing to me. Yeah. So when I fulfill my responsibilities and people actually say, well done for that. That was really good. See how much work I can effort you put into that. It's just like, well, you guys actually notice because I'm nowadays in life, I'm I'm a very reserved person. Mm-hmm. Tried that. I, I know I shouldn't, but I, I normally keep to myself. So when people see that I'm doing these things and they get they they give me that word of encouragement, just makes me feel like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep going, man. I'm just gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna try and do it better every single time. I'm gonna. Trying to fulfill the best of my abilities. There was another point I was going to make, oh, but I forgot. I forgot the point. Yeah, that point is gone. I'll come back, I'll come back, I'll come back. 
Yeah, man. It's what it is. It's what it is. Did you ask the three questions? Um, basically, but I think Slamo was the one that didn't answer before. Who didn't touch on it? And that was the the last question was, have you ever encouraged someone else? What was that like? And did you notice any response? So you you spoke about your brother. I also spoke about my brother. Slamo, what about yourself? Am I a bad person? These I think we're an example. <laughs> I think we're an example. Um, I think that's an example. I think you've had multiple times when you've encouraged. 100%. People, for sure. I can think 100%. A lot of times in school when you've encouraged people. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the issue with, with that is for me, yeah? Yeah. It's something built in, so it's not something I realize I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, sometimes I don't even know, I like, not even sometimes, 90% of the time, I don't even notice I'm doing it, if it makes sense. Yeah, it's a natural response. Yeah, so like, you know when, we, you know when, like, let's say I'll make a joke or something, like, sometimes I won't notice I'm making the joke. I'll just say, and then it'll just, like, it'll just be a joke. But I think, um, I think, you know when I'm teaching? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the kids, a lot of the kids, they're, they're quick to give up. They're quick to go like, oh, no, I can't yeah. do this. Especially when you're doing, when you're doing maths and sciences, like, the, the answers are not, they're not subjective. They're very objective answers. So if the child is getting it wrong, he's more or less getting it 100% wrong, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, but, but yeah, so it's this like, with, with teaching, you have to take that approach because... Different different kids at different levels. Like you have the children that you, you show them the process once, they'll do every question in the world. And then there's other kids that you show them the process once, and they're just going to give up because the process is so long, if that makes sense. I think, like, just that approach towards teaching, which I didn't have before, because before, at most, I was explaining guys to people around my age, if that makes sense. Mm. So it was like, cool. Like, I'm going to show them how to do it. If they don't understand, I'm going to show them again. I'm going to show them again. Show them again. Like, it was a brute force method, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, you have to prompt them. Like, you have to go like, like, this is the hard process, yes. But if I ask them these small, tiny questions and slowly build it up, they're going to be able to answer this question, if that makes sense. Mm. And by the end of it, when the students answer the question, I, I go like, well, look, I didn't give you any answers there. All I did was ask you a bunch of questions. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think, I think now I think about it, the one of the best teachers I did there was Mr. Joao. Because when it came to English, he would ask you the questions and then he'd be like, you, I mean, you know the answer, just need to write it down. So I don't really have specific examples off the top of my head, but I know that that, uh, that part of teaching has, like, that encouragement in terms of teaching in that way has, I've gotten much better at doing it now mm-hmm. than I once was, than I was before. Before, I would, I, you know, I would even get frustrated. I'd just go like, you know what, let me just keep having to go at doing it the same way, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And the thing is, you need to encourage, with youth and with younger people, you need to encourage them to think. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. Wrong. yeah. That's nice. Nice. Like, I remember Mr. Mr. Adib saying something like, you can't 
you can't teach them how to memorize maths. You have to make them understand it. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, that is probably something that resonates with me a lot now that I've started teaching like tutoring and stuff because it's like you can't memorize, you can't memorize the way of um, solving a problem. Like you can't memorize the way to solve every problem that comes up in your life. Mm. But what you can do is learn the skills to learn to send to learn to solve certain problems, and then apply those to the different problems that come up in your life. I think that's probably. Something I think going a bit off tangent here, but yeah, that's probably something that I've started to do more. Not recently, but probably since leaving school. Mm. No, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense, and that's why I mean we're on a tangent anyway. But that's why problem solving is a skill in itself. I've been able to just think of a solution to the problem. I do this. I avoid this so much because I like I have the the leniency to do it, but then, of course, it had a long-term effect. But, like, if I have a problem and the solution doesn't come straight away, I just go to Google and search up how you do this. And it's like, if I really just took my time, I can really just figure this out, like, here, like, on the spot. But, you know, I mean, we're on the tangent in it, so I thought I'd mention that. Bro, you're not the only one. Before, I used to do mental maths, no problem. But nowadays, bro, why am I grabbing a calculator? Real, like, I could read. I used to, I, I calculator used to be my enemy. I used to like even when I could calculate a paper, even if even a calculate paper, I used to try to do it mentally. Mm. But for some reason, I'm doing like eighty one times three plus four minus seven, and I'm grabbing a calculator for that. And we can really do that in our head. Like we can, honestly, we can. Honestly, yeah, we can. And I think the kids, like the children I'm teaching, they do it in there. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I feel like an idiot because I picked up a calculator. <laughs> but yeah, man, thinking is a skill, man. Problem solving is a skill. It is. It is. But I was, I was going to add, briefly add to what Salama said about encouragement in the in the teaching sector, and. These kids, they're always going to tell you that they, they don't know how to do something because they're, they're not ready to think about that thing. Yeah. And if you give them the answer outright, you essentially believe that they don't know how to solve the question. You don't yeah. tell them you don't think they know how to solve the question. Mm. Yeah. So some countries, that's, that's you telling them that I, I don't I don't really believe you have the capability to do this. Which why, like, so like Salama said, one of the things I would do is like, here's a question. I have explained to you, and this is this is after I've gauged, like I, I have to understand what type of level the students at. And if it's a question I know the student can do, like I know the student can do that question, I'll give me Here's a question. Student says to me, oh, sir, I don't know how to do this question. No problem, you're just going to sit down until you do the question, that's fine. That's fine, because I know you can do the question. And they'll start doing it, because they know, I mean, I'm just not going to help you. They'll start doing it. And they'll oh, so is the answer this. I'm like, yeah, so, so you do know how to do the question. So you do know how to do it. And they'll start grinning at me because they knew that they knew how to do it. They just didn't want to do it. They just didn't want to exert themselves to that level. But when you do that to them, then they understand like, oh, this, this isn't actually so hard. I'm making this hard. Let me just do the questions. Let me just learn how to do this. And that's, that's where encouragement can take you. You can help them understand that they have 
that capability. And when they get to Khazak exams, like I was mentioned earlier, about that anxiety around exams, they would be like, you know what, it's fine, I can do this. I don't know why everyone thinks that they can't do it when they get to exams. I don't know why that's a thing. Personally, it was never a thing for me, especially maths exams. I went into maths exams thinking I was the guy. Even if I didn't remember back, I thought I was the guy. That's, that's the attitude I always had. But kids, they just don't have that attitude nowadays because they, they intrinsically think that they just can't do it. That's where the encouragement comes in. Teachers, if any teachers are listening to this, I'm giving you free tips to encourage your students. Individually as well, like as a collective and individually. For real. But yeah, man, uh, encouragement. It, it goes so much further than we think it does. Hence why it's so underestimated as of right now. And the type of, and the way, like we said it earlier, the way, the way you encourage is so important. You can't, you can't expect to year 11, if we're using, going back to the example, you can't expect 11, year 11 to respond positively or respond at all to giving them, to, to, to encouraging them based on the point system that doesn't really come forth with anything. You can't expect them to respond the same way year 7 would. So what does that mean? Mm. You need to change the way you encourage them. And it can just be with words. Words are enough to encourage someone. It's just the way you deliver the words. Yeah. Yeah, and one more thing, if you don't mind me, um, I think oh, the way you deliver the words and you what, what exactly you mean to the student. Mm. Because if you have a good relationship with the students, your word will hold more weight to them. Mm -hmm. Like if I ask you, how do you feel if your mom said she was extremely proud of you you say yeah you feel good and then if i ask you again how would you feel when a complete stranger said i'm extremely proud of you you'd think that's a nice thing to say but you don't actually know anything about me so i'm not sure how you're proud of me mm -hmm. so your relationship with the student will give the weight to your words which will then encourage the student so with that all being said I encourage anyone listening to this podcast to encourage someone, maybe even someone younger than you, because it goes a lot further, but just encourage one person, like just acknowledge something that they're, something that you might have seen that they're doing, something that you might have seen that they're going through and just encourage them, acknowledge that you see what they're doing, you're proud of them. Because, you know, maybe you're thinking that you're like, you're thinking, oh, wow, this, this person's really doing a lot, you know, but you haven't said it to them and if you haven't said it to them, then how are they going to know that you're proud of them? And it might not even just be the fact that you're proud of them, just the feeling of someone being proud of them. Anyone can go a long, a long way, you know, a lot more than you think it can go. So I'd highly encourage so anyone listening to this podcast to encourage someone, someone younger, someone older, someone the same age, anyone. We just made that the goal for the week. Encourage one person. I don't person and that ladies and gentlemen is a wrap thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast we hope you enjoy the podcast and make sure you encourage someone